Hey there, this is Reverend Gail Hicks. I wanted to thank you for joining me here on Spotify for Mediums with a Message. And if you would like to connect with me, I would love to hear back from you. You can reach me at Mediums with a Message at Gmail, Mediums with a Message on my Facebook page or on Instagram. I would love to hear feedback from you. And please share some thoughts or some questions that you would have that I would love to answer on up and coming episodes. Please share your insight and your spiritual growth and how you're enjoying the podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it and have a wonderful day and get ready for the next episode. Good afternoon, it's Reverend Gil Hicks, and I'm back here on Mediums with a Message on Spotify. I hope everybody is doing wonderful, and we're still under the aspects of that full moon for just one more night. And today, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the aspects for the week after the full moon. So we're going to explore the mystical realms of the cosmos and we're going to delve into the depths of our own souls this week because in the wake of this full moon from February, we find ourselves amidst this incredible celestial tapestry of all of our potential and our possibilities. So I want to talk and navigate us through these aspects of the full moon and how these energies have impressed with us the success of hope for us in these coming months coming into March and how we move forward in our path. So let's get to it. So this illumination of the moon, I hope many of you have gotten to see it wherever you are in your part of the world, as it's uh, starting to fade as tonight's the last night, we're going to uh, reflect on our journey that you know, we've really gone through in the last couple of weeks. Because this lunar phase has really affected many of us and we've experienced things like we've never experienced before. And I can say I definitely have with my psychic abilities, my intuition, my sleep, my energy, you name it, it this moon did it. And I think it's because it was my birthday month. But many of you out there, you might still be feeling the same effects that I had. So how can we look forward and what are the aspects are going to be? That's what I want to share today. So even though we've had a couple of interesting weeks with this moon and its arrival and it's the furthest away, I want to share that what I had for me, it was the emotional pull mentally and physically that affected me and affected my sleep. So how many of my listeners out there have you had a hard time in the last couple of weeks with your sleep? You know, how's it been different than any other full moon or any other month? Has your sleep been affected by this sporadic energy? Have you been like an insomniac? You can't go to sleep or you're waking up in the middle of the night Or you want to go to bed early. So think of that. Because like last night, I worked event yesterday. 
I did a party, an event, which was great, and met some wonderful people from Canada, and it was wonderful, downtown in Savannah, doing sessions for them, and then, you know, it's a normal day. I had a wonderful weekend, and then when I got back from doing the event, I swear I was ready for bed at 8.30, and that's not like me. Normally, I don't go to bed till like 1.30 or 2, or I have to force myself to go to sleep, or I start playing sleepy music and wind myself down, but for some reason, that energy of the full moon just was like, hey, you know, my eyes started to close, and I was like, woo, I think I need to go to bed early. So how many of you have like been so relaxed or not exhausted or tired, but wanting to go to bed early with all this energy going on. Perhaps you need to listen to your body because your body is a telltale all signs. Even if you feel like you've been napping and taking naps during this full moon, that's fine too. But when I went to bed earlier last night, what did I experience? I kind of asked myself this morning, wow, was spirit making me go to bed early because they wanted to take me astral traveling or they wanted to work on my third eye or this energy was so intense that they wanted to do like a tune up on me spiritually while I was sleeping? Did any of that happen for all of y'all? The other thing I did this weekend during the full moon was Saturday night, I took an Epsom salts bath to shift my energy, to cleanse my body, my soul, spirit during the full moon, which actually heightens your psychic abilities even more. So I think between taking the full moon, the bath, and then the next day, it was like, oh, your body's ready to go to sleep. You need to go to sleep because spirit has work to do. Well, the minute I went to sleep, it was the deepest sound sleep for my physical body. But when I say I was astral traveling, many of you are like, what does that mean? Well, that's where your little spiritual umbilical cord floats out and your soul floats out and you go to other places to study. You could go to different ashrams and study with other ascended master teachers. You could go and just have a lesson learned with one of your spirit guides, which is what happened with me, like a one-on-one. -on -one. It's kind of like cramming for an exam, but it's like, hey, we're going to let you see what's going on and uh, we're going to let you focus on that, but you're not going to remember anything when you wake up, but you need to see it initially in your psychic mind but the other thing I noticed that while I was out and getting this deep 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 sleep and my dreams or my astral traveling where I was everything was so vivid but I felt my physical body and my mental and emotional body like it was getting tweaked like I had other doctors of chemistry and specialists working on my body, my physical body. Like I was getting some kind of intergalactic healing from the universe during this full moon. It, because while I was out there, it was 
all coming in and it was such a deep sleep. It's like, it was a very good sleep. The only way I could describe the sleep I had, now, mind you, I went to bed by quarter to 10 and I did not wake up till eight o'clock. And normally I don't sleep more than five hours. I'm talking about a deep sleep. So while I was out in this energy, I just feel I got a tune-up. You know when your car needs a tune-up? You need to check everything and check your brakes and check all the fluids and check the battery and, you know, gas it up, put air in the tires. I felt like spirit was balancing out all my energies on my physical body but actually clearing my mental body and my emotional body. So um, whatever I needed to let go that had been stressing me for the month of February, I felt like everything was just gone. Like it wasn't like burning an affirmation or burning a petition. It was just like removed. And, And I didn't do it. I didn't have to remove it. I didn't even ask spirit. I just, they were just telling me my body was saying, hey, you got to go to bed. It's time to fall asleep. Turn the TV off. You know, power down everything. So when I did power down everything, I was out like a light. You know, I didn't need any sleepy music, nothing. I just turned over, listened to the white noise in the room or the little kitty cats that sleep with me. And I was asleep, just out. How many of y'all have had really heavy sleep this month? Or you feel like you can't get enough sleep or you want more sleep? Maybe we need to breathe more. Sometimes it's about energy, not breathing enough. So think about that because I think it's real important, you know, uh, if you have the recollection or you remember that when you're coming back that, wow, I think I was astral traveling or wow, wonder why I got that. Or I remember this, this, and this Well, write it down, write it down because your dreams and what you're going through, that is all a part of your ability, your spiritual growth, your psychic intuition and things, your higher self helping you. So don't forget that. Don't forget that. What I wanted to do today talking about this is my guide Dr. Bigler was saying we need to pull some cards to see the aspects. So now when I mean pulling cards, I pulled some tarot cards and I wanted to see what kind of aspect it is for everybody. Now it doesn't matter where you are in the world. It doesn't matter what zodiacal sign you are. I wanted to see what the aspects are for the rest of the week coming into March because we still have tonight. We still have one more night of the full moon. So these aspects are going to help us with understanding and give us some insight of how things are going this week, how we can start embracing the new uh, energy of March as we march forward and about keeping our stability grounded so we can do our uh, set our boundaries and still achieve everything and feel victorious. So As I start pulling these cards, I want to go through them and explain the aspects for the week. So just kind of listen in and see how this vibrates with you. Just see how it vibrates with you. It may or it may not, but 
may later and may later in the week. You never know. So let's just be open. So I find it interesting because I'm only going to pull 12, which um, is like for the 12 zodiacal. But the first two cards that I've picked, I can't believe it. You know, I'm, I'm asking about how this full moon and the energy is affecting us. And the first card is the full moon. And I think it's totally ironic. And it represents the three faces of Eve. Or the three different energies during this full moon, which could be the past, the present, or the future. It also represents your emotional stability, your emotional, mental, and physical, those aspects. It can be all of these experiences together, but it's about the communication and being observant that the first card represents what's where your mind is, what's going on. So this is about balancing all your emotions and getting ready. And crossing the moon card is the three of cups, which also has the moon in the cups. And this is represents three different opportunities. A time for you to expand, you know, what we want to do. It's about setting your boundaries and to learn how to expand your energies coming off this full moon. So we just can be open and receptive for invitations and invites and parties, events, dinner engagements, etc. this week. I find it interesting because during the full moon, I was doing an event. I was doing a party. It was a dinner. It was an event. So that was already hitting me before I even pulled these cards. This was already hitting me. So just be open for this for the rest of the week. Following those two cards, the moon card and the three of cups card, we have the strength card. I love the strength card. This is about you and all of us working on making sure that your inner strength and what you're focusing on is you're very detailed in what you're focusing on and what you're communicating with. Whoever you're working with, whether it's a colleague or a friend or family, it's very important for you to delegate your authority on how you want things to work, or at least your opinion, you know, with gratitude. So you're tentatively focusing on the project at hand or the situation, or if you're working with a family member or the details, it's all about details this week. So think of that as we're, as um, these aspects roll around. Look at the details. Look out there and see what they are. The next couple of cards up is the lover's card. And it's crossed by the eight of wands. Well, the lover's card represents three different loves. Well, maybe many of you are going on dates this week. Maybe you've got new interest or new love in your life. And you're going out and it's exciting. That's something to embrace. But also... The Eight of Wands represents uh, embracing new things with work, you know, because with that, you've got the energies of traveling and going because the Eight of Wands is, can be unexpected trips and maybe this person you're dating wants to go away for the weekend. That's great. So be open to being on the go because when you get the Eight of Wands, it, it means also new opportunities for work 
but it's a new time to go on a vacation or be with family. And it could be a staycation, but it's still about spending time with people who you want to be with. So look for those in this coming week as we get ready to go into March. And remember, it is a leap year. So this week we have leap day. So we have an extra day of moving forward through all of this. The next couple of cards after that, you know, after your staycation or vacation, you need to realize that um, the next couple of cards of the aspects have to do with the, the devil card is not a bad card. It represents procrastination and crossing it's the Hierophant and the Hermit card. That's three major arcana, arcana laying next to each other. And it has to do with working through situations. So if our energy has been up and down or real intense, the devil card is not bad. It represents procrastination. Maybe we're a little slow go to get things done. Or maybe we are procrastinating. Or those people that we're working with, the timeline's not lining up. It's okay. But the Hierophant is coming in to let you know it's a new learning situation. So it's okay. It's higher learning coming to you. And whenever you get the, the Hierophant card, it's like, wow, I could have had a V8. It's like a light goes off. And it means that there's some total revelation that you need to focus on. And maybe the reason it's been delayed or you're procrastinating is because you, you're not really perceiving it the way you should. It's giving you a lapse of time to look back to see what you're really focused on instead of, I'm missing something. And then next to it is the Hermit card. And the Hermit's crossing the Hierophant, which is higher teachings and learnings and listening to your higher self, listening to your psychic intuition coming in. So remember, the moon always heightens your psychic abilities, intuitiveness. And when you got the Hermit card, the Hermit always talks about go within self-reflect, self-care, uh, self-involvement, meditation. You know, it's about looking within and, and being kind of singling out your energies. That's the hermit. I always like to say the hermit is me, myself, and I. But it's not selfish energy. It's selective energy. Remember, we have free will. We have choices here. So when the hermit comes in to help you, it means slow down, take a long look at yourself, and ask, is this working for me? It's very simple. And as you're asking that, the last three cards for the aspects this week for us is we've got the Nine of Pentacles, the Knight of Cups, ending with the Chariot. Well, this sounds incredible because this is if you're working and you're on a project and you need to delegate it out or you need more help or you need recruits, you better find them. Because of that Knight of Cups and the Knight of Pentacles, the Knight of Pentacles is someone who's very steadfast, would help you with accounting or finances. So if you're having trouble with your finances and stuff, 
the universe is going to help you out because the aspects this week are things you're shifting. The money will be there. Don't worry about it. It's going to go through. It's going to work through great with you. The Knight of Cups comes in to say, hey, here's a great offering. I'm offering my help. So if someone comes up and knocks on your door at the office and says, hey, you know, do you need any help with this? You go, yes. Don't turn them down. Yes, could you help me with this? Could you help me organize this? Could you call these people for me? However you want to delegate it. Take their, if they're giving out energy and time, then take it. If you need to recruit people, then you need to get busy. Because the chariot cards are last card on our aspects. And the chariot card represents which direction you want to go in. And it's important for you to realize that the chariot card is, do I want to go to the right? Do I want to go to the left? Do, am I dealing, am I putting out fires over here and dealing with a bunch of negativity and conflict and stuff? Or am I going this way and everything's on the up and up? It's smooth sailing. It's great. The chariot card is what direction and path do you want to go in? If you're getting all this help, you're going on a vacation, the aspects are great, and you're relaxing, you're taking it easy, fine. If you're in the middle of a project, you need more help, you need to delicate things out so you have smooth sailing. The chariot card is what direction you're going in. So the aspects this week are how to direct you where to go. And the chariot card has to also to do with the past, the present, and the future. Just like the moon card. But the chariot card is an action card. So you have to take action into moving forward. So think about that and how your aspects this week and how you can move forward. And how your success can help other people because you're balancing your life and you're making things easier. So you can help other people. You're able to take charge of your emotions and invest your energy into your progression for the up and coming week. Off this moon, you're going to wrap all this energy up. That's why I wanted to pull some cards to see how our week's going to be and if it's going to be an easy one. And it seems to be a very mild, just kind of float in. Don't worry if things are slowing down or if you're procrastinating a little, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Now, while I was picking these tarot cards out and, and um, talking to all of y'all, um, I don't know if you heard it, but um, I wanted to pull a medicine card to also see what our aspects were. And <laughs> while I was Pulling the cards for us, um, there was a crow outside the door here at the house. I mean, just cawing and cawing and making all this noise. And I don't know if you heard it in the background, but I'm like, wow, I don't really need to pull a medicine card because he's screaming at me right outside the door here. So I looked up in the medicine card book for crow. And uh, I've previously on other podcasts have talked about this book by Jamie Sands and David Carson. It's called Medicine Cards. And I want to read to you what it says about the crow. And uh, it was just, (laughs) I thought it was really interesting how it was calling and calling outside. So when you read from the book, they have a little poem that goes with it. So 
it says, um, it says, the crow is calling you so you may know the secrets of balance within my soul. You are sending your sacred call. Just call to remind me of the universal laws. So since uh, the calling of crow during this podcast, you know, it represents the crow medicine, uh, a, a crow medicine appears in our cards today, which they just came and verbally met me. So <laughs> I think it's awesome. So if crows come into our uh, life this week, it signifies the knowledge of a higher order or the right or wrong is indicated by the law created in human culture with crow medicine. You speak in a powerful voice when addressing your issues for you seem out of, the, out of harmony or out of balance or out of whack or unjust. That makes the sense because the moon's been doing that to us, you know, all week or the last couple of days. Also, it talks about crow medicine. Remember that the crow looks at the world with the first eye and then the other crossed eye. In the Mayan culture, crossed eyes had the privilege and the duty of looking into the future. So you must put aside your fear of being a voice in the wilderness, then call the shots as you see them, as you learn how your personal integrity or be your guide, use your sense of feeling and it, it'll vanish. You know, you won't have that sense of being alone. It's about the crow represents using your third eye and working with natural law. So it's about perspective. Look at it one way and look at another and then look at it intuitively. Elsa talks about your personal growth can and will emerge that you can stand in your own truth. The prime path of true crow people says to be mindful of your options and your actions will be that you will be able to walk and to speak your truth and to know your life's mission. And balance the past and the present and the future in the now. That See, that vibrates with the moon card, the first card in the Tro spread. Shape shift that old reality and become your future itself. Allowing the blending of the physical laws to aid in creating shape shifted world of peace. So the crow's coming in. For us to embrace natural law, but actually to shape shift what we want to manifest the next up and coming weeks, but also to be in peace. I find that very significant. It was the past and the present and the future. The same thing. I just think it's ironic. So think about that. So it, those all correlate with what we're working on. And you can find that these energies are profound because think of how your weeks have been going. And, in, and I've talked about totem poles and, and, and animals before, but whatever animals are coming across your path, I got crow for all of us today, but maybe you're, you're experiencing other uh, uh, 
animals in nature. So be aware of that as you move forward into March. Be very aware of your energy and your psychic abilities helping you. Let them help you. That's what we're doing. That's what I want to share with all of y'all here at Mediums with a Message is that we can move forward. We can utilize our spiritual gifts to help us in our daily lives. So I hope that is helpful and I want to thank all of y'all for joining me today and have a very good full moon experience tonight. It's the last one we've got and take that energy and move forward with what you've learned in the last couple of weeks with all the profound energy we've been having, you know, take it in and make something positive and share your success and your hope in moving forward. I'm very honored by um, our accomplishments in embracing the hope for the future. And just allow yourself to harness this power of the cosmos and to manifest your dreams and your aspirations. And may the celestial journey <laughs> that we're all on be fulfilled with joy and abundance and endless prosperity. I would love to hear back from you all. Please uh, connect with me on the following platforms, mediums with a message at Gmail, or give me a comment back on the face page at mediums with a message, or please go to Instagram. You can message me there, a private message. I would love to hear from you. Have a wonderful week, and I'm wishing you the greatest and to work with natural law and speak your truth. Share your energy of hope with others and move forward. Till our next podcast, keep your ears attuned and look up and move forward. Bye-bye. Hey, Medium with a Message listeners. It's Reverend Gail Hicks. I just wanted to ask of any of you that had time, if you would leave me a Google review at Reverend Gail Hicks on Google for the podcast, and you can go to the Facebook page and leave a review too, because I would love to hear how you're enjoying the podcast, because that gives me extra energy to shout out into the world and to do more content and more episodes for you. And please let me know how I can serve you more. So please leave comments, email me and let me know. But I would love a review. Thank you so much.